Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. Pardon the interruption, but I have a really quick question for all of you. What type of empath are you? If you're not sure and you haven't taken my empath quiz yet, you can certainly do so at thatsdeepco.com backslash empath dash quiz. And I will also leave a link for it in my show notes. When you take the quiz, you'll find out your type and you'll also be sent a free guided meditation that corresponds to your specific empath type. Thank you so much. And I look forward to helping you find out your type. Okay. So the topic of today's live, we're just going to jump right on into it is why being highly sensitive is not a weakness. So I'm here to disprove that whole, like, you know, stereotypical, like, you know, having lots of feelings means you're weak. I'm, I'm here to chop that all down and tell you what it really is. So um, as empaths, we always think that the problem is that we're too sensitive. Um, we think that because we're so different that we'll never be able to get what we want. Like, there's no chance. It's just the empath struggle. Um, this is something that I've told myself for my entire life. And I'm so glad that I started shifting some of this stuff recently because it was a pretty disempowering state to be in. Um, I have mentioned before in some of my lives that I had felt like victim to the victim mindset. I was always like just focused on what other people were doing to me and like, why can't people change? Why can't they just treat me right? Why can't they understand what I need? And it's like, hang on. I didn't know what I needed firsthand. I didn't know much about my inner wiring. Um, I didn't know kind of like my energetic needs and capacity at that time. I could feel it. I could definitely feel the stress, but I didn't really have the language or the knowledge behind it. So now that I do, I, I'm able to use that as a tool to self-advocate for myself and my needs. Um, and it's played a huge role in self-care, which I've probably only started practicing in my adulthood, but never too late, right? Thanks, Maria. Exactly. Spot on. Yes. Oh, sweet. Renee is in New Jersey. Hello. So I think it's the afternoon then for you guys out there. It's the morning here. So it's been a quiet and rainy morning, but I hope that the sun comes out because I'm trying to take my kids to the beach. Like I can't stay in the house anymore. <laughs> Going a little cuckoo. So you moms, you moms get it. Yes. But anyway, okay. So as empaths and highly sensitives, we have always been told that we were too sensitive growing up, that this was a weakness, that it was kind of a burden, right? And actually being sensitive turns out to be a gift. So I'm going to go over that in my next live. So make sure you tune into my live this week. I'll be sharing with you why your sensitivity is a gift and not a curse. But anyway, 
Um, I just want to make this huge statement on here that there are actually people out there just like you. So if you're an empath, there are people out there who are highly sensitive just like you. And it's normal. It's not weird. This stuff isn't just woo-woo or spiritual. Um, this is all neuroscience, right? So the science of empathy, um, if you're familiar with mirror neurons, um, they're basically these neurons in our bodies as humans, and they allow us to share kind of these experiences with other people or to empathize, empathize with them at a high level. And so some neuroscientists are saying that, you know, empaths are highly sensitive people their mirror neurons are just a little bit um, more sensitive, right? They're highly sensitive. So I talk about this kind of stuff in my Empowered Empath Coaching course, and that's a one-on-one -on -one, um, life coaching course. It's kind of like a mindset coaching um, and identity coaching for empaths, and I'll share more about that this week. If you hear my baby crying, that's my son, Nyjah. Um, I had him in October of this year, and somebody's opening the door. I don't know if that's my daughter or not, but never know who's going to make an appearance on camera today, Sunday. <laughs> but anyway, so there are people out there who are just like you. And if you're, you're an empath, then you know that you're that person in your family that, you know, everybody goes to when they need some insights or when they want to feel better. Um, you're that person that your friends call and they ask, you know, they, they want to bounce some ideas off of you or you know, they might be going through something tough and your presence is just naturally calming and healing uh, to them. And I just want to like applaud all of the empaths who show up as themselves and they honor their sensitivities because all of these, um, you know, this gift of deep feeling, it's huge and it's meaningful and it's meaningful in your interpersonal relationships. And I just hope that you know your value as a sensitive. So I would love to share some perspective shifters that I've learned throughout my training, uh, becoming a certified life coach and NLP practitioner. This has a lot to do with mindset, so get ready to see things from a different perspective. But anyway, the first thing that you've probably thought as an empath is, I'm an empath, I'm too sensitive, and I'll always be stuck in these draining relationships. That's what I thought. Um, but I wanna share with you that your words create your thoughts and your thoughts create your actions, and your actions influence your reality, right? So the power of your words are so strong. And I don't know how many of you have woken up in the morning and you're just like, ugh, I feel like crap. I don't like my job. I don't like my life. I don't like my relationships. Here we go again, another day, another struggle. Um, I was definitely in that mindset. Like uh, one of my cousins who I used to live with we always used to just like, when we're, you know, passing each other, like in the hall, just like going to work or going to school, we're always like, yep, it's just the grind, it's just the struggle. And it was such a disempowering place to live in. Um, of course, you know, you have shared experiences with others. So it's so easy to kind of bond with people over over the drama and over the, the, the junk vibes. But um, once I learned more about mindset, it started to shift me into a state of empowerment. So what you're saying will show up in your reality. And so if you're familiar with universal law, um, you know, the law of attraction, you'll know that what you have going on, on the inside will manifest itself externally. So, 
you know, your mind's never going to make you a liar. What you believe is what you're going to see in your reality. And that's kind of a harsh truth. Um, and your emotions really go ahead and shape your reality as well. So if you're feeling happy, um, you're going to find reasons to see the joy and the happiness out there in the world. If you're feeling crappy, um, you know, bet your bottom dollar, you're going to find some sort of reason, some sort of problem to be upset about. Um, I am a recovering grumbler. Um, back in the day, and even still, still sometimes to this day, I, I could find anything to grumble about. Like if you need a buddy to grumble with, that's me. I could go on and on. And just perpetuating that energy was, again, super disempowering for me, shifted me right back into that like negative mindset. And it made me ask myself a certain question. And that's, are you at cause for your life? Or are you in effect? So I encourage you all to ask yourselves that question today. Are you right now um, at cause for your life, right? Are you responsible for the things that happen to you in general? Um, or are you in effect? Are you just reacting? Are things just happening to you? Do you feel powerless? Um, and really think about which side of the coin is more empowering for you to be in, um, being at cause or being at effect. I think we all know the answer, right? Which is being at cause. And so another really powerful um, perspective shifter that I've learned is that people are not their behaviors. So as empaths, we're highly sensitive, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm just a sensitive person. She's just a sensitive person. Person, She's too sensitive. Um, no, I don't marginalize myself like that anymore. And yeah, um, with that being said, right, there, there's, there's never failure. There's only feedback. And I know that verbiage is, is definitely circulating out there in the personal development world online. And, but, it, but, but it's true, right? Um, every day that you wake up and you open your eyes, you get another shot at life. You get another chance to start thinking differently. You have another chance to start feeling differently. And I'm not saying like, if you're feeling crappy or if something horrible has happened to you, that you should just think positive thoughts and just feel positive vibes. No, like, we don't do that around here. Um, the authentic way is to feel your feelings, feel it through, hold that space for yourself to feel whatever emotion it is that you're feeling. That's probably not happiness. And then to make the conscious decision to shift it, right? Go for a run, go meditate, go hug your kid, go do something that makes you happy. Um, there's a certain point where you can decide whether you want to keep feeling a certain way, like you want to keep feeling bad, or if you want to change things up and open yourself up to feeling better, even if that's just for a couple minutes or a couple seconds. So um, if you've, oh, another thing is if you've tried setting boundaries before as an empath and it hasn't worked, um, but you, you know, you've decided that this relationship is something that is worth continuing and exploring and working on, then each time that you're met with conflict with that person, don't see it as failure and just give up and throw in the towel, right? Um, see it as another way um, to explore another tool that you could use. Look for another strategy. Um, of course, if you know this relationship is not healthy and it's toxic and it's harmful to you, um, you know, please go ahead and seek out some help. I can't tell you what to do, but if you start doing research, um, you'll find ways to get out of that. So, yes. Anyway, um, yeah. 
that is my last point of the little perspective shifters and I have a question for you now with all of this in mind I wonder you know what your empath type is and learning what kind of empath you are will help you to understand your gifts more and it'll help you to see your unique needs so if you haven't taken my empath quiz yet it's free um, if you're tuning in here on Instagram the link to the free assessment is in my bio and if you're on Facebook I will drop the link to the assessment in the comments um, when you find out your type, you will also get a guided meditation um, that corresponds to your type and what that type needs or what could uh, what that type could benefit from. So yes, that's it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to invite you to connect with me on Instagram at naomicourtney.co. Again, that's at naomicourtney.co on Instagram. Thank you. What's up, everybody? It's Riley with the That's Deep Podcast. Naomi and I would love to invite you to leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of the page after you're done listening to the episode and find the ratings and reviews. Tap the number of stars you see fit and leave a little comment for us. At the end of each month, we'll do a little raffle and pick a lucky reviewer to receive a little gift card from us at the That's Deep Podcast, a little token of appreciation. Thank you for all your support and good luck.